we last left off on Dungeon Wives, we found our hero Alcyone in the Third Eye Tavern as it is going up in flames. She, with the help of a barmaid named Florissa that she was able to save, navigated their way out of the burning building after having an altercation with a mysterious armored individual. Outside in the alley by the tavern, she met Sister Katerina, who helped protect her from the march of the dark soldiers through the city and helped bring them to the Copper Crest, the home of the leader in Biergo. On the way to the Copper Crest, they met a strange, shy young woman named Alexandrite, who helped them in their final push to safety. Inside the Copper Crest, Alkaini met Lady Dionostre, who recognized something unique within Alkaini. Lady Dionostre implored Alkaini to head to the capital city of Viriath and inform her cousin, the Phoenix Queen herself, of what happened to Bayergo while she attempts to rebuild. We now find Alkaini and Alexandrite being led out of the main chambers of the Copper Crest into a place where they can rest and fall to the fall of night when the members of the site come to them to head north. They talked for a moment and now they drink tea. And what would you like to do until you leave? Oh man, if you hadn't asked me that, I was planning to say, and that's what you missed on Glee. Okay, we can go back. You want to go back and it then do... What I, what's <laughs> so exciting about that is it would have rhymed. Oh, okay. What, 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 Just give me the last line about the tea where some drink tea. Oh. I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay, okay. Um, and so that's where we left Alex Nalkaini in this room drinking tea. And that's what you missed on Glee. That was a very, like... Um, like, and that was the night before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, because isn't it usually like, and that's what you missed on, Glee, or something weird, right? Isn't that how they did I it? I have firmly repress, repressed all memories of that show, actually, so <laughs> you know far more than I ever will about Liz it. Liz is going to be so mad. Liz is such a Glee stan. I I can respect that and them, but <laughs> I, uh, I, shoved that, I shoved those memories way, way down. Well... I, I never could. I never will. And <laughs> I never should. Ryan Murphy I, I, is too powerful. He's too powerful. He's got this, he's got this hold on my throat. His foot's <laughs> on my throat. Foot on your throat. I thought he got rid of me and then he released Pose and I said, oh, foot back on my throat. <laughs> I mean, if, if, and we he had, if we had to go through Glee and like half of the American Horror Story seasons mm-hmm. to get to Pose, yeah, then it was it. all worth it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was all worth it. We just couldn't see the, the master plan. What do you What do you want to do? You have probably like a couple hours, not like a crazy amount of time. Um, um, but you have some time before the site comes to retrieve you and Alex to uh, evacuate the city. I'm a little stressed. Okay. Obviously. Um, you gonna let loose? 420 blaze it? No. Oh, okay. The thing about Alkaini is she doesn't actually smoke. Okay. It's just when you meet her, you immediately get the impression that she has been high since she woke up. <laughs> that's a that's a good vibe. <laughs> exactly. You look at her and you're like, my God, how much how many edibles did you have? And Alkaini is like, my blood is clean. Dude, I'll pee in a cup right now, I'll man. Pee a, I'll, I'll pee, pee in, in a, a cup, cup right, right now. now. <laughs> um. Okay. So, where's Alex? In the room with you. Yeah. Uh, oh. You two were drinking. Oh, tea. is it? Is it literally like? picking up straight after yeah why not okay um, <laughs> me as a dm why not why not yeah no like literally like i think the last thing she said to you was like i'll make some tea for us and you were like "Ooh, tea and she was like i'm a botanist i make good tea you know great great flirting techniques um listen mm-hmm. i don't think either one of us can um 
We already relived this on episode zero. We can't. We, we're not going to relive our I OG. I know. I'm just saying, like, for, for, our, for our listeners, we can't judge them. It's very sweet that they're making tea. I'm just going to sip on my tea then. Okay. For a couple hours? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like, you I, could go get provisions. You could go look for people. You could just explore the castle. Like, you could do whatever you want. Or you can literally just do nothing and we can skip for two hours. I guess I want to go find my cousin. Okay. And see if everybody's all right. Bring the new baby. The new baby. <laughs> the new baby. David. David. The baby. The baby. Um, yeah, for sure. So, so I'm going to set my, my little cup of tea in the saucer. Sure. Awesome. She loves that. She's a, um, of course she does. She's like a lady of a town. Oh, I love her. Um... Oh, I'm gonna set it down with a little clink. Mm -hmm. I'll add that in post. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> do Foley with my own team. Um, and I'll say, um, it was really nice meeting you. Um, we are gonna be seeing a lot of each other. Do you mind if I duck out and see if I can find my cousin? I do have like some some stuff for. They just had a new baby, and I I, I do want to finish that part of my like first very normal mission before starting on. This uh, other larger, not normal mission. No, I, I don't mind it at all. Okay, <laughs> I'll I'll be here. I might go get some potions or something. But oh yeah, should we duck down to the kitchens and grab some non-perishable items? If we want to, yeah. I mean, I can grab stuff for you too if you know what you want. I'll probably head down. Okay. Yeah, d I'm pretty good at foraging, but um, you know, any bread. Um, All right. That's what people take on these things, right? My mom kind of packed my basket for this, so. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll go get bread. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Okay, um, uh, bye. <laughs> and she heads out. All right, I'm going <laughs> to. to you. <laughs> yeah, so you go through, uh, out through these doors, and you're kind of back in that, like, long hallway that had the pictures of all the other kind of leaders of this town you I'm know gonna, there's like i'm gonna take portraits. some time to like maybe like like i'm walking briskly but i'm like very much not like <laughs> yeah so you basically like a lot of them there is it's actually very interesting there's a lot of different various it doesn't look like they're all from the same family like it's a lot of like various races and species and different kinds of people uh obviously the one that like is at the end of the hallway is like a very gorgeous like portrait of lady dinastre but then mm. yeah as it goes down it's kind of the portraits look older they're just different kinds of people you definitely can tell there's leaders none of them you probably would have heard of honestly you're like most of your life it's she's probably forest, yeah a forest but like even if you knew about the leaders of this town during your life she would have been the only one that was like like she's the She's the president of your lifetime okay. here in, in Bayergo. <laughs> she's been ruling for a really long time. So she's the only one you would have known. But they're they're cool if you like art. There's no one like super. There's no like super sleuth clues or anything. Oh, I, like, I didn't think there was going to no, be. Yeah. I mean, there's there's very interesting looking people. There is a very similar aesthetic of this sort of like brown and gold and copper and like metallics. And they're all very beautifully painted. Some of them get a little adventurous with style <laughs> like it looks like maybe the people who were in the photos were like, like some cubism yeah literally like some of them are a little less traditional and maybe that was just 
that ruler maybe yeah. had a bit of a streak to them that they wanted to express to the people in politics yeah and so that's sort of what you see and you're walking down this hallway and you go back down those like super giant stairs and um the crowds l- is less full in terms of like people coming in um so it's, it's like most everybody is kind of it's if like you're settling gonna get down into the into the keep you've done it by now yeah probably and and it seems like people are settling down but there's definitely it's still definitely people coming in because it hasn't been that long that you've been that since you came in like maybe like 20 minutes or so but like people are still getting there but less so you know what i mean like people are getting more settled now and roll an investigation check i don't know just to see how long it takes you to find your family oh no um, natural 20. Holy shit. So, <laughs> of course you got it on this, like, random ass investigation check. <laughs> so, basically, you, like, you, you enter, you, you go downstairs, and you just sort of look to the left, you look to the right, you look to the left again, and you go to the right. You just, like, decide on a di- direction, and pretty, pretty early on into the process, you hear, like, a... Like, I can't do it. This is like baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, is that a baby noise? <laughs> it sounds like, what's the song that you like to sing along to that has the oh, baby? Oh, Are You That Somebody by Aaliyah. Yes. Yes. It sounds like the, the baby noise. Um. I'll get that audio clip of the baby oh from God. Aaliyah. Insert here. Amazing. If that isn't if that isn't just two seconds of silence when I listen back on the official episode, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put lose it. this the two second clip of the baby and the Aaliyah song Do and hope again. we don't get sued right here. Yeah. Okay. Insert baby noise from Aaliyah no, here. No, you. Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't know that baby. I do. What's <laughs> <laughs> a baby cry sound like? But you know what I mean? You hear a baby cry and it catches your ears and there's probably lots of babies. But this one is special. This is special. This is a special baby. And you turn and you, and in the corner, you you probably would have missed them if you were just doing like a cursory glance in the room. They're off in the corner. You see your cousin, your mother's cousin. So it's like your first cousin, right? I mean, I live live in a commune of moms. We're not big on familial labels being super specific. Yes, but um, that's Joan is her name. Joan. And you would know that. And then um, her partner, Fair. Fair. Who uses they, them pronouns. Thank you. Joan and Fair. And then their their new baby. New baby. Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah. She totally says that. Um, And and you say that you you like the little baby. Ready for it? Yes. <laughs> how, could, how could I miss that baby cry? Exactly, and 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 you look over when you see them, and you yell his little name, and <laughs> and um, Fair is holding holding him right now, and they're just sort of doing the bob up and down thing, uh, the bob, and they're sort of like there's like they're kind of settling on like these two cots that they like push together. Nice. And uh, Joan is like, Oh hey, Alkyne. Oh my God. I'm so glad you guys are okay. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you're okay. How did you get here? I, long story. Long story, but I'm here now. Oh, sweetie, we're so glad you're okay. And, How and is the baby? Oh, oh, pretty fussy, honestly. <laughs> Understandable. And, and, and Fair turns a little bit to it, because, like, it's doing that, they're doing that thing where, like, the baby's, like, laying on 
their chest and so the baby's head's like facing behind them yes. does it make sense it's like, like the burpin yeah the burpin also like how i hold jasper yes <laughs> <laughs> and and so fair turns and also describe I, I could just also describe your family yes, to please. you so you know what they look like are there pictures have, do you have pictures i do have pictures for mm-hmm. them for are the this audience? gonna be a website or patreon I, I can't put them anywhere because i don't own these images i oh. found them on pinterest oh. so so it's just it's exclusive so it's, me you're content. a mad it's exclusive rachel content so that's joan Oh, can I describe her? Do, do you want to? Oh, sure, be the DM. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, she's deep crimson skin. She's big wife energy. It's important to me mm-hmm. that you all that know. your cousin's wife energy? Okay. Hey, I, for Alkaini? No. Okay. For me? For Rachel? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, she has ram's horns, just like Alkaini. Mm-hmm. She's got thick, curly, dark hair. And I love that this description says she has a kind maternal energy about her. I love that. Don't look at any of the other NPCs in that page. Lucky so, for you, I'm the most unobservant. <laughs> That's not a joke. That's my secret NPC page <laughs> of people you haven't met yet. Um, so... Yes, that's Joan. She's wearing very flowy clothing, dark crimson skin, ram's horns like Alkyony also with sort of adornments. It's probably something that's a part of your commune. And uh, she's these sort of like milky, uh, like whitish silver eyes, which is a mm-hmm. tiefling thing. It's not that she's blind or anything. It's just like a tiefling mm-hmm. trait. Um, and fair, this is what they look like. Oh, do you I want to describe them. them again, or do you want me to describe yeah, fair? Yeah, they have bluish lavender skin and white eyes as well. Uh, they have different kind of horns. They look kind of like um, gazelle. Yes, they horns have like gazelle or horns. antelope horns. Yeah, they're also te- they're tieflings. We yes, should say tieflings. that as well. Tieflings, we haven't tieflings, tieflings. We haven't uh, tieflings everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their horns like they rather than curling, they grace backwards yes. sort of and point yes. to behind them. Yeah, it's very good. It's very very good. They have dark hair that they keep in a braid. Uh, they look very competent, and uh, I will not say they have wife energy, but they have big spouse energy. Mm-hmm. Huge spouse energy. Huge spouse energy. We should all be so lucky. So uh, that's Joan and Fair, and so yeah, and I think that Fair leans more bluish, so it's like red and blue, which means <laughs> the baby's purple. Yeah, so he he kind of looks like you, um, and and little Sebastian, uh, he yeah he has um. He actually has more like purpley irises, like he didn't get either of his parents' eyes. Uh, but it's like a milky, it's like the, the whiteness is milky, but there's like still like a purple iris in there. Love he it. has like a light lavender, like a lilac skin tone. And he has these itty bitty nubbins, little bitty like <laughs> horns that are gonna oh, hopefully grow. That's a good and baby like right there. a little like tuft of like white silver hair. Mm. Like he has, he, there's some like. What do you call like uh, when people are Those redheads? Squares. No, when people are redheads, it's a not a <laughs> repressive trait. What's no, it? It's, oh, um, you talking about? I do. I paid attention in class. I did. There's dominant traits and regressive. Re- Is it regressive? Mm, that feels incorrect. It does feel. It's definitely a re. But you know what I'm talking about? Re- maybe recessive someone's gonna be yelling at us i'm so sorry that we're both <laughs> that we both have theater degrees but you know what i'm talking about like that's because neither of his parents have that silver hair so it's definitely yeah, like so a, it's definitely a, a something trait that yeah in the family like it's a non-dominant trait for sure that this tiny little baby has received yes and you would know that other people in your family has have hair like this mm. it's a very like You've mentioned before that the whole commune isn't all tieflings, but there's a lot of them. You yeah. Know? I mean, this is three of them. It's like majority tiefling for yes. sure. Your Joan hugs you. 
little little Sebastian and uh. Fair are also there. Uh-huh. What do you want to do or say with your family? Uh, obviously, one of my moms has knitted baby clothes, mm-hmm. um, including a little hat with like little holes oh, that shit. will allow for horn growth. Oh shit! <laughs> oh yeah! Holy shit! Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm definitely gonna pass those off. I've kicked them my little pouch. Yeah. Um. And like I think a, a a bunch of the moms and and some of the the younger cousins like wrote on a like a card, <laughs> like you know like a congratulations on bringing new life into the world sort of deal. So I pass along you know the well wishes of the of the fam. Yeah. Well, Joan immediately puts that hat on. It looks fucking adorable. What color is it? Um, like sunshine yellow. Oh. He's a little like lilac and sunshine boy. <laughs> he looks like a little flower. <laughs> oh, I know we have to get to the plot, but I could stay with Sebastian I'm for the tearing next up. 45 minutes. I'm tearing you up. You are can't confirm because he's <laughs> tearing up. I'm tearing up IRL at how cute that <laughs> fucking baby is. Wow. <laughs> are you also tearing up? No, I, I don't have any feelings ever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this baby. I can't believe this baby is now coming on the adventure with us. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, can you imagine? I need to stop crying. Um, I would never ever put this baby into danger like that, but oh, oh if in in a in a into Mandalorian AO. Oh yeah. In that perfect world. Oh yeah. For <sighs> sure. Baby amazing okay so yes this hat goes on this baby immediately <laughs> and joan tears up <laughs> and it's like this is the cutest thing i've ever seen oh, yeah. she works really hard on it oh, i'm amazing. so glad it fits him on his little baby head it's perfect <laughs> thank you for everything i'm so glad you're safe yeah i'm so glad you guys are safe and sounds like you might be here for a while though yeah yeah, I, I, I don't even know what this is, like how this could have happened. Yeah, I've been assured that this isn't uh, the normal rigmarole of this town. So this is not. We've we've been here for a while. It's yeah. definitely not how it goes. But well, it's just scary. Yeah. I guess you, you always think that things can happen to other people, and you forget it could happen to you too. And it's kind of scary. And I'm just glad you're safe and that everybody's safe. Yeah. Um, Especially since you were just visiting, sweetie. I feel so bad. No, no. There's no way you could have predicted, like, a dragon. I mean, dragons, they don't do this kind of stuff, you know? Feels yeah. That's what makes it even more scary is that it's, it doesn't make sense. If things make sense... They're scary, but they make sense. This just doesn't, you know? Yeah. Listen, I would, uh... I would love to stay. We'd love to have you stay with us Um, best we can. I kind of have something to do, though. Okay. Um, you know the, like, lady in charge of all this? Of course, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She asked me to like do 
something. So I have wow. to go do that. Yeah, yeah, like uh, promotion <laughs> for a job I didn't even know I was doing. And that's an amazing thing. She's she's incredible. Yeah, I might be able to stop by the forest on the way back, but on the pretty good chance that I won't. Uh, just you know, let my my moms know that that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm not heading back. Okay. If you can, of course, yeah, yeah. Send a letter or something. Of course. Cool. Thanks, Joan. Well, where? Are you, how far are you going? Uh, to the capital city. Wow. Yeah. I've never been there before. Me neither. This is. This is. One. Big adventure for one tiny tea. Well, be careful. You know, I don't... I They're don't sending me with guards. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah. Elite wives. What? What? Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like we've been neglecting Fair. I feel like they've been like... No, yeah, no, I was about like, to like, pipe in. Well, Fair is trying to comfort... Like the primary parent right now. Sebastian and Sebastian's like tugging on their braids. And, like, <laughs> and they're just like... <laughs> okay okay all right okay yep cool uh trying to like <laughs> oh hey deal little with guy baby. i'm gonna try and like like with, with a little finger like try and like interest him and in not braid uh and he looks at your finger and he he grabs onto it real tight Ooh, and he pulls whoa. it into his mouth oh that's he wet bites with his like three mm. teeth they feel mm. like fucking piranha mm-hmm. coming in real good those teeth Oh, you're a, you're a strong boy. Thanks for this gift. <laughs> he can't talk, but I, I'm definitely getting the impression that he's he's like, oh yeah, another one of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, another one. <laughs> <Stop>. I'm baby. <laughs> I'm baby. Um, and fair. <laughs> says thank you uh honey and and kind of nods like a head pointing towards mm-hmm. joan and uh joan puts her hand on this like necklace she's wearing that um you would recognize probably as something that like certain people in your commune <laughs> commune <laughs> your community your community have worn before it's like okay. a very intricate like symbol of just like nature and like uh motherhood and and protection and it's definitely like something from your community and she touches it and she kind of winks at fair and takes it off whoa i want you to have this well but you just had a baby no it it'll protect you and you know your mom would want you to have it it'll protect you you have a long journey to do i promise and put the necklace on all right and if something ever comes up with it i'll let you know what it does what mm-hmm. what does it look like it's sort of this like um <laughs> i didn't for fucking prepare this i don't know why <laughs> um it is it's it's sort of it has the like tw- twiny very like braided brown sort of cord does that make yes. sense yes yeah and then it's sort of this it's almost like it looks like it's uh, i can't even think of it those those like white kind of alabaster looking tokens that look like they were like carved almost from like yes. bone yes. almost like yes. it was like it's like a bone carved thing and it's sort of like a floral pattern it's sort of this like like almost 
diamondy, okay. like leaf shaped looking thing with the sort of like intricate carvings in it. That's just sort of like a symbol within your community. All right. And Sick. yeah, and it's like added happens. to like my my <laughs> four four to five necklaces I already yeah. have on. <laughs> exactly, and so she gives you that, and Fair says, "Yeah, you gotta stay safe. Really, you gotta come visit us again, right?" Yeah, of course. I'm sorry this visit kind of got sidetracked, a, a, to, to say the least. It's not your fault. Yeah, I'm still sorry. You don't have to be. You don't have to apologize for things that aren't your fault, okay? I'll work on that. You should. <laughs> really. Okay, you burst into tears. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Fair sits down on the bed with uh, Sebastian, and Joan sort of joins them. And Joan says, when are you planning on heading out? Kind of when the guard comes to find me. Okay. Well, if you want to hang out with us till then, or... You don't have to feel obligated. We might lay down, honestly. Yeah, I would I would take a nap if you can. I'm not totally sure how this is gonna Well, this one dictates out. our naps. <laughs> Very <laughs> true. Yeah, and Sebastian's... <laughs> That's him. That's putting a braid. Ha- yeah, putting hair in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. How did I know? And Fair is just rolling their suffering. eyes. Yeah, <laughs> suffering. All right, well, Kaina's going to say her goodbyes and right. and give Sebastian a, a tiny little peck on the forehead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you love my baby noises? <laughs> no. I then, love this baby. I am so glad. I almost named him Jasper, and I thought it would make Maybe us. Too much. Yeah. There is, and I've told you this off air, there is cat inserts in this world. So I know where Jasper is. Like, our cat Jasper has a self-insert. <laughs> is he a tabaxi? Obviously. <laughs> I know exactly where he is. <laughs> I don't even know if you'll ever encounter him. But you know what? It just matters that we know he's here in this He's world. here. I got to put Kiki somewhere. But oh, definitely well. our cats have, <laughs> have like, a, a D&D sonas in the universe of, of our game. You all knew what you were getting into. Hello. Hello. I'm we're gay. Le- I'm a lesbian here. <laughs> my cats are in my D&D game. <laughs> As it should be. All right. So she's going to say her goodbyes. Okay. Um, give the baby a kiss. And then... Um, give the baby a kiss. Give the baby a kiss. That's um, a spicy meat baby a right spicy there. A meat baby. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and then she's going to head back. I mean, she's going to kind of like look around and, and absorb everybody's emotional state yeah roll a perception check okay so that's going to be a 13 a 13 yeah so in this room it's one of the larger rooms the one that joan and fair have sort of ended up in yeah like a kind of a it's like a ballroom almost yeah ballroom like with a bunch of cots now basically yeah and, and it, like i said it's very comfy like they, like they, you can tell that these people are doing a lot to make sure everyone is comfortable and taken care of it's not sort of like oh we're just gonna throw you here because we don't know what else to do with you like it looks like um i don't think i, I think it's incorrect to say they planned for this okay that's, that's actually was gonna be my next question yeah if I roll like high enough to tell to be like they're ready but like i feel like I don't know how to say this. 
It doesn't feel I like mean, they every, were like every every government should have like a, plan. a solid plan for yeah, like, it, whether it's it, going to be a dragon or an earthquake or mm-hmm. you know plague. And it seems like they invested money and time into this. All right. Where maybe someone didn't have to. Does that make sense? Like it looks like they I think that through a lot of this you've gotten the impression that Lady Dynastry is really loved and like really gives so many shits about the people that she takes care of and that she was I don't think she ever would have imagined a dragon attacking. Yeah. But she was ready to take care of her people and anything she had to do. So people are like not like people are settling down now. There's still some people you notice that there's like a couple people maybe crying and they look like they're maybe alone. Like maybe they haven't found their person yet, but a lot of people are with their families. A lot of people are eating. There's plenty of food. Um, You don't know how they have this much food, but they have a lot of food. I don't know. Magic. Cough, 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 cough. Probably. (laughs) Um, You, but you, yeah. So it's just like, you can, you know, you could talk to anybody you want to. You do see like um, coming into the room, (laughs) like, holding a bunch of books is uh sarah like you see her like coming in and she's sort of kind of briskly walking over to a place where she's probably settling down um and i never really described her described her but i'll describe her now for the audience she she is sort of like a shorter but very like lean muscle sort of elf with these like long pointed ears with a bunch of earrings on them and she kind of has this like very um dark caramel skin and uh shaggy dirty blonde hair kind of and and very thick eyebrows and that's sort of what she looks like because i never described her because she was a random stall girl and now she's an npc but now she's a wife now she's wife now she's a hot wife um so yeah so she's walking in you recognize her i do you think you interacted with a lot of other people in your week or two here in bayargo i mean as much as like as much as like you know when like the unaccompanied minor thing Mm -hmm. where like you're very polite to adults i mean she's not a child but she is very naive she hasn't left the forest Mm -hmm. so it is still very much a a situation where she's very polite she does talk to people when people talk to her and she does kind of um she does sort of go out of her way to to be just the best little tiefling she can be, you know, a pillar of, of tiefling society. Um, but I wouldn't say that she's made friends necessarily because as, like, open as she is, she's still awkward and shy. Yeah. So I'm sure she sees people that she's like, oh, man, I'm really glad they got out. Yeah. You but I'm not recognize. sure that she would, like, run up and be like, hey. What's up? Uh, Crazy, right? Boogity, boogity, boogity. What's up, bro? Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you probably just see people you recognize. Yeah. That's up to you if you want to go interact with anybody, if you just want to go back to your room. Um, I think, yeah, she's feeling a little weird. Might go back to her room. Okay. Yeah. And she also doesn't want to be like, hey, Aunt Joan and, and Fair, like, I have to go. And then, like, go chill with somebody else, else in the room. Go know? hang out with, with Hot Wife Sarah. With Hot Wife Sarah, yeah. No, she's just going to go back to the room and, and right. kind of, like, reorganize her back. Yeah, for sure. So you go back to, you kind of navigate through the Copper Crest again. You go back to this room that they were kind of keeping you in. Uh, Alex is not back yet. She's just not there. So you have your bag. You're just going to kind of reorganize, sit, hang yeah, out. Yeah, I'm going to settle with the pendant that yeah. was given to me. 
Do you think Alkaini has any like idea that it might do something? <laughs> no. Okay. So I then you wouldn't I be think like. Made, like I feel like there's so much of like this will protect you in the in the commune that like sure some of it's magic but like it, is it protection from like a tummy ache or you know yeah like she just she's just filling around and and the feeling that it will protect her is just as important right now as the knowledge that she does not have that it will like actually do something to protect her at, yes. at some point yeah she just feels better with it around her neck that's very sweet <laughs> so yeah i guess we might as well just fast forward a little bit right broop, broop. so eventually alex comes back uh shows you the food that she got just like some you know perishable you know is it perishable or non-perishable 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 so like dry <laughs> she berries gets heavily perishable She's like, items some cheese and a carton of milk <laughs> i know we don't have a fridge but uh i think but we I could thought, do that here's some raw meat we could do something with that right no it hasn't been cured she what are you talking about exclusively perishable items oh, no she gets not perishable items she gets the bread that you requested it's a nice <laughs> sourdough uh she <laughs> you know she gets some food and, and packs a small bag um she also got some healing potions as well nice, that nice, were like sort nice. of put in that room for you and she puts them in her bag the brains of this organization <laughs> she is very smart <laughs> and then yeah then you guys sit for a little while longer it was already kind of latish in the day when the initial sort of when our podcast began <laughs> it was later <laughs> in the day so it's not that much longer it's maybe like another hour and a half or so and then you hear like kind of a knock at the door and it's kind of creaks open it doesn't really wait for an answer <laughs> it's just sort of like uh like knock knock and then uh, a kind of head peeks in mm -hmm. and you see this sort of um um, you see you you see this uh, head pop in the room and they sort of have they're a half orc with oh, um, yes. sort of like a lightish green skin tone and you know the classic kind of half orc uh, teeth is and these bright like golden hazel eyes and kind of like uh, long dark brown hair that's kind of parted down the center that goes to the middle of her chest and um, uh, she sort of leans in and uh, <laughs> smiles <laughs> and uh, she's wearing uh, the armor that is identical to Sister Katarina's. She she leans in and she goes, uh, "Hello, hi, uh, Alexandra Narkini, right?" Yeah. Hi, and she sort of steps in the room. Um, I'm Sister Ayana. I'm I'm here to take you. We're ready to go. Are, are you two ready? Um. And I'm gonna look at Alexandra like, "Are you ready?" Alex smiles and nods at you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're very yes. <clears throat> oh, all right. Um, come with me. And she turns to, like, uh, kind of open the door for you. And as you two are exiting out, she says, oh, hold on. And she puts a finger on Alex's broken glasses that she's been wearing. <laughs> and it's sort of it's like in Harry Potter, the little, <laughs> yeah, like, the and then, like, they kind of, like, the glass, like, makes almost, like, a noise as if it's cracking. Like, the, mm -hmm. but, like, they, like, it's like, it, like, heals them over again. Alex sort of blinked and almost crosses her eyes a bit because they're like oh my glasses i can see out of them again <laughs> properly um and sh and then sister ayana says oh okay good to go you exit the room and sister ayana begins to lead you through the copper crest you are kind of going back the same way you came out and you go back out the door and then you take sort of this right and go around to like the south side of the Copper Crest. So, like you out the door you came to the right and around the building. There's this sort of like shimmering energy field almost that's going around the crest that there's 
Hmm. Roll perception check. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 19. Yeah. Um, so you, you see that there's like sort of these like towers that are built into the wall um, that you can see like heavy, like f kind of forces of this magic coming out of. So okay. there's probably, um, and you, since you rolled pretty well, you see there's people in there. So there's like mages or sorcerers or, you know magic users of some sort that are like keeping this up so this isn't just like a thing they pressed a button and made there's like actively people across the entirety of this gate keeping a sort of force field around the crest while the dragon is still here question mark you don't see it see it right now but it, you you still see that the city is still burning and it, you know the sunset is happening and there's sort of this like pinkish purple uh, sunset you know c color in the sky and the flames like look strangely complementary to this color and it, it just looks really kind of sad and weird that the city is continuing to burn so when you finally crest around the building you you see off in the distance like f you know <laughs> six figures that are standing kind of near the edge of the gate the wives uh Yes, so many wives. All these wives. I was literally like, are they the wives? They are the wives. <laughs> the elite group of wives. The elite group of wives. Um. In the magical justice system, magic-based offenses are considered especially heinous. In Berigo, the dedicated soldiers who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Special Wives Unit. These are their stories. Boom, boom. <laughs> All right, we should Our describe these. Day is wasted. Let's describe these NPCs. True. You ready to meet these NPCs? Yes. So you're getting closer, and you see that there, there's five people. Okay. Standing there, so you're like, oh, those numbers feel weird. Mm -hmm. But there's, perhaps we shall find out. Yes, why. there's five people there, and they're standing by sort of this like it looks like those, in like the Wizard of Oz, the door that's in the that goes to the cellar that aunt eller's like get get in here bitch um <laughs> exactly like the quote the famous quote from wizard of oz get in here bitch um the like st storm sheltery basement door yeah so it's like embedded it's like off yeah it's off the ground but it's, it's a little slanted mm -hmm. they're standing by like a large one of those and there's five of them there so you see lady dinostra you see sister katarina and you see these three other people okay on the far left you see a human looking person they have sleek short blonde hair and bright blue eyes they have very heavy, notable facial features, wide, sharp jawline, a pointed nose, and thin lips. They look at you both with a kind of calm intensity. Directly next to them is a very tall half-orc with medium-length hair pulled back into a high bun, and the underside is completely shaved off with intricate patterns into the buzz. They distinctly only have one arm. Their right arm is completely amputated from the shoulder, and their left arm is holding this like huge halberd that's like taller than their body. And they stand with, uh, they have a lot of piercings and tattoos covering oh the skin that you God. can see. And they look at you with kind of a smug smile. And then on the left of uh, Sister Katerina and Lady Dianostre, you see this sort of like high elf person with like a dark caramel skin with long uh, dark brown braids that fall to the middle of their back. They have bright hazel eyes, kind of a button nose and pouty <laughs> lips and curvy hips. They wave at you. <laughs> they have kind of a fun <laughs> energy about them. And uh, as you approach, the three sort of like bow their heads to you a little bit, ex like uh, except for Katarina and like the right. Dinastre. And um, 
I, I, should I just tell you their names, I guess? I yeah, know. give me names and pronouns, so, please. Um, and I have images. Perfect. So the person with the sort of slicked hair is Sister Jocelyn. Their okay. pronouns are she and they, I believe. Yes. You have my page. Do all pronouns, yes. Um, yes. And then this Sister Nora. Mm-hmm. Can you hold it to where I can also see it? Yeah. Yes. Also she, they. Yes. Uh, yes. I forgot about that. I was like, who's, who's who? Uh, so that's Sister Nora. And then Sister Emmeline, she, her, is the one with the button nose and the pouty lips. <laughs> and those are the other members of the side that are standing here with Lady Dianostre and Sister Katerina. All right. And you approach them and they bow their heads. And Lady Dianostre um, says, thank you, Sister Iona. And Sister Iona goes, of course, yeah. And, and kind of goes and lines up next to the person on the left who was, like, standing alone. So now it's, like, kind of two and two. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Lady Dianastre says, I've had some change of plans. Um, we need a couple more hands here. So two of my two of my guards who were going to be going to Fenderon will be leaving tomorrow. But I am still sending you with some members of my site. This is... Sister Jocelyn and Jocelyn, the wide jawline, blonde yeah. hair, nods their head. Um, Sister Nora. Nora, like, does, like, a chin-up thing <laughs> instead. Oh, my and God. says, hello. And... Is she a Russian accent? Kind of, yes. <gasps> it's technically uh, a... Like... A Slavic? No- Northern. Yeah. In, in our world... Northern. It is northern. Oh, it's delicious. Like a northern accent. People, uh, ro- I don't know. Fuck, fuck it. Roll a history check. I don't know how much you would know. You might have seen some travelers. <laughs> it's cocked. It's cocked. Yeah. Oh. Plus zero. So that's just a straight 11. Uh, you Northern people sound like that, usually. Cool. You, you Like, you know what... When they pass through the forest, I'm like, ah, the, yeah. the fantasy Russians. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, uh, so what, like, what's in the north is, like, the mountains. The mountains are up to the north. Okay. Uh, there is, like, you, you, I mean, you could get to know this person and figure out where, where they're from. But, like, um, the, the like, a main city there is Fandoron, actually, which was just mentioned. That's, like, the okay. main city in the north. It's a mostly dwarven city. So there's, like, small villages in the mountains okay. uh, where half-orcs and, uh, and like, furbolgs and like, cre- and, like, creatures like that, people like that, live. Um, so she's northern, probably, with that accent. Um, so, and then, uh, and she points to uh, the left and says... Uh, Sister Emmeline, and uh, she goes, "Hello." Uh, kind of uh, <laughs> what? These accents are lovely. They're from very so many wives. They're from very distinct parts of the of the, of the country. country yeah. yeah, they're like. I'm trying as a DM to be very intentional because I love voices and accents. I'm trying to be very intentional about like where people are from dictates how they sound. So like in the south, obviously Lady Dynastry kind of has this like. Britishy mm-hmm. situation, um, as the sister Ayana. You know, they're both kind of like this, like sort of Britishy, but like also there's like a lot of like more American sounding people in Barago. Um, your forest is very American sounding, right? You yeah. and your cousins. <laughs> um, but then like the far, far, far north, especially like in the kingdom, so the continent of Sunaralis, this 
kingdom that you're in of Serenfeld, and this is all like the the maps on our website. Serenfeld's like the left side of this continent. Yeah. The right side is a kingdom called Boraleaf, which you don't know about as Rachel and also kind of Alkaini. Um, it's like the right half of this continent. It's like its own kingdom. There's its own situation happening over there. Um, there's not like a war between the two halves of this continent, but, but they're not, they don't like, tension, they don't, and they don't intersect yeah. very much. Um, but like the mountains go across both, both, uh, kingdoms. And so like the super, super like Boraleaf northerners are like, that's like the Russian people, like the okay. Russian sounding people. And then this <laughs> French flavor, maybe, maybe you'll find <laughs> out where they're from as well. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to be very intentional about like, where they are from and it's just like a silly excuse for me to be able to do voices Hmm. i guess i don't know um and then she says finally and you've met sister ayana and and sister ayana smiles at you and she says um we have been sending out groups to help people help bring them back and we do not feel it is safe to just send you straight out of the city we thought the cover of night would help, but I I worry about it. And if you feel comfortable with it, and you have protectors, obviously. This is another route. These tunnels have not been used in a very, very long time. They've mostly been kept away. We don't journey in them, but if I'm correct, it should take you underneath the city a few hours north and should spit you out right by the gulf. And that will take you directly to Rivermouth. This, I believe, is the safest way out of the city. Are there, like, things in there? If I'm honest, I do not know. This has not been opened in... Not any time during my reign has this been opened. Cool. Meta, Rachel knows mm-hmm. what's gonna be in there. Because <laughs> I asked permission. Because it's did, always good as yes. as a DM to check in. Because uh, Mackenzie knows that I'm not the biggest fan of this fantasy don't, trope. Don't don't don't. I just spoil said fantasy it trope. for our for our listeners, even though they're gonna find out soon. There is um, <laughs> something I care about. Let's just do this. Something I really care about as a DM is like checking in with you and making sure that you're always happy and comfortable. And there is a specific fantasy trope that is a trope for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. It well, is. J.R.R. Tolkien did it. Fucking asshole. everyone in the world doesn't know. And it is a very classic early level D&D thing, in my opinion. And um, I didn't want to almost kill you like I did last <laughs> time. And, and it also makes sense, you know. It does. It does make um, sense. Let's For let's the go. setting. Let's yeah. go. Let's do this. But I just want to say, as a DM, I made sure to check in with you. Make sure this was okay. Yes. I love you a lot. I love you too. Okay. Alkaini is going to be like, all right, sounds good. Tunnels it is. All right. Um, and she turns to Sister Katerina and kind of nods at her. Um, and then she kind of uses one hand to sign something to her. And uh, Sister Katerina, you notice now that she has been holding this like kind of long intricately covered golden rod Uh, it's kind of rusted even because it probably hasn't been used in a very long time or have been taken care of at all she walks over to this like large slanted gate and she puts her feet on it and she stands on it and there's this hole right in the center of it and she 
she holds this large rod above her head and you see her like kind of bracing her feet and she you know kind of readjusts her hold on it and then lifts it up and slams it and hits perfectly in the center of this hole that's right in the middle and she holds it in and she she like starts like moving it almost like it's a gear shift in this very like probably specific way you know like how when you when you drive stick like yeah she's, she's doing that and then it like it kind of makes this like noise and you see it begin to like shake a little bit and it starts to part very slowly. So like, and so her legs are on it and her legs start to like move with it. And so she like pulls the rod out cause it kind of loosens and releases and then jumps off of it so that she doesn't <laughs> fall into it. Mm-hmm. And it's, you see the like musty, damp smell of like the underground begins to sort of seep into your nostrils as it opens up and this sort of like dust and sand from the desert like it's kind of falling into it because it was like settling on top of these doors and it's like sort of rattling now and and falling into the little gate and you kind of see there's like sort of a spiral staircase that is basically right there all right and the sisters sort of line like they line up and they enter first if that's okay with you yep all right um and so they enter first and do you assume you follow them in oh yeah okay yeah, yeah. and as you're so you you get they, they have one last look at like this bizarre pink red orange sky one last look before i descend into these fucking tunnels <sighs> and you take this one last look and almost it like you're you're almost taken to like a different plane because it's beautiful and you've never gotten to see this and it's now going away almost immediately as soon as you get it you know yeah. and it almost jars you because you hear this like bash this loud and ins- and insanely like it is the loudest thing you've ever heard if it sounds like a bomb going off and you look up and it is the dragon bashing its body into the barrier of what's happening like the copper crests barrier and it bashes its like body in and kind of rolls over the top of it because it, to no avail and every and the, the members of the site are already making their way down the stairs and they stop and they look up and and, and Alexandra looks up and and grabs onto your shoulder and sister Katarina like grabs onto Lady Dinostre and, and you all just look wa- it's it's so close to you. It's you you're finally seeing it. It's this it doesn't even look like it's real because it's just made of this like smoke and it looks rotted and it looks like it could have been a glimmering gold once and now it is just blackened and rotted and there's parts of it that you can even see like its bones and its its organs because it's just the skin isn't even there anymore and there is a rider on it there is someone on the back of this dragon and you can't see who they are what they are but they're making this dragon bash itself against the barrier and eventually the dragon pulls back and 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 screams into the sky as it blows this like black hickory looking flames out of its mouth and it and it looks and it flies for a moment and then it goes back over back to the city and that's you see that 
And Lady Dynastre looks off at it. And you almost see that her shoulders like fall a little bit. You can't even see her face, but you can feel the sadness in her. And she turns to Sister Katerina with this just sad look in her eyes. And Sister Katerina signs something to her. And she smiles in return. And she looks at you. And she said, be safe. We have a lot of work to do. Hi everybody, I am uh, alone in the outro this week because my wife had to go to some crazy little thing called work, but um, I'm going to be here real quick to just let you know that uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Dungeon Wives, also DungeonWives.com for some awesome stuff including lore about the world, we got some maps up there, we've got, uh, we're going to have a pantheon up there very soon because it comes to becomes more important as the game goes on um, and also pretty soon I'm very excited we're going to have some original character portraits drawn by an awesome artist that I'm excited to announce uh, about all the characters and I will tell you here first the first character portrait up is Sister Katarina and I'm very very excited about that so we're gonna have that up very 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 soon but who is going to see that art first is our patreon supporters we have officially moved to patreon and we are so excited about the work we're putting in over there um so please check us out at dungeonwives.com slash whoa patreon.com slash dungeonwives i'm a mess without my wife i'm a mess uh, but you can check us out there. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. Patreon supporters actually last Friday got uh, early access to today's episode. So you get early access to episodes before they go live. You can get my DMs notes after our recording sessions, which I'm very excited about. You can also see custom character sheets. You can have an NPC of your creation put into the world. I'm actually working on two NPCs for two patrons right now. So that is super exciting. Um, also, certain level uh, supporters get free stickers and buttons and dice uh, just for, you know, supporting at the level they do. We're also going to have some awesome Patreon-exclusive giveaways of, like, Wormwood Vaults and other cool TTRPG stuff. So there's a lot going on on Patreon. Rachel and I are really, really proud of the work we're doing over there. So please check us out at patreon.com slash dungeonwives. And I think that's all. And I promise... In two weeks, I will have a wife in this outro, because I feel so alone. Just me and my cat Jasper doing the outro for Dungeon Wives. Ugh, I'll have a wife next time. All right, <laughs> thank you guys. See you later. Bye.